Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast on a mission to inspire a world where food makes us better. How's your weekend, guys? Hopefully, it was active and full of healthy food. Maybe even some fasting. I personally actually did the whole day, Sunday, of fasting. I've been into fasting for quite a while now, many years now, in one form or the other. I do practice intermittent fasting every single day, um, somewhere between um, 18 to 20 hours. Uh, But then also, once a week, in ideal situation, I like to have full day of fasting just because of health benefits it produces. Like my gut works so much better. Uh, it's like butterflies there. My skin uh, is shining and my hair gets better and my mood and like everything. Just my brain works so much better. There are so many benefits of doing fasting. Uh, and So yesterday I was able to do it again. uh, For a while I wasn't able to do it for some reason. It just felt so hard for me to fast. And now finally I'm getting back to it. And I think the most important lesson um, why it was hard and why now it got much easier, I think the most important thing is to maintain your focus and being able to manage your uh, mental and emotional state without having to uh, go to food to manage your mental and emotional state that we usually uh, do. So whenever some negative thought or emotion comes up during fasting, I uh, was able to refocus and just tell myself, you know, the food is going to be there uh, tomorrow. And um, I I was asking myself several times throughout the day when something negative physically or mentally was coming up, I was asking myself, like, uh, what can I do now to make it better without eating? So how can I make myself feel better? How can I still do the work that I need to do? How can I still be in good emotional state without food? And in every time there was something I could do, going for a walk, uh, drinking some uh, herbal warm tea, uh, taking a warm shower, um, just resting for a few minutes, um, on my couch, and again, every time I was able to do something, and um, and I was able to do it. So there is always a way to do what we need to do, even when it's hard, even when it's challenging. Uh, if we commit to it and we decide to um, somehow manage ourselves, to figure out a way how to do it instead of finding an excuse why it's hard and why we can't do it. Um, so. You know, it doesn't have to be suffering. Uh, it for sure can be challenging, and it was challenging for me. But I managed myself well, and I'm very proud of myself because of that. Anyhow, if you need some fasting tips, guys, reach out. I've been fasting for quite a while, and I just know what to expect and how to get through it no matter what. Uh, what supplements to use, because there are some supplements like electrolytes, like sodium, uh, B vitamins, uh, that help you to get through fasting without uh, too much suffering. And of course, there are a lot of mental and emotional tools. Just self-talk that will help you to get through it is very important. So uh, fasting, it was Sunday for me. uh, And Today we're talking about eating, and I'll be eating soon, and for sure I'll be eating a bigger 
full of fiber, antioxidants, and polyphenols, or basically fruit and vegetables uh, meal. Uh, we're talking about volume today, guys. From all the studies, all the research of psychology of eating, uh, eating behaviors, we know that we people eat by volume, not by calories. Um, whenever I eat a lot of fiber, a lot of volume from uh, usually vegetables and fruit, because if I eat a lot of volume from uh, fat and protein, it just doesn't feel good in my stomach. I tried it, it just doesn't. Uh, and so whenever I eat a lot of fiber, a lot of vegetables, a lot of fruit with my meal, I always feel so much more satisfied, even though on paper I eat less calorie, less calories than if I were to eat more protein or fat, but I just feel so much more satisfied because of the volume, because of all the fiber, of all the water, of all the, um, you know, so many vitamins and minerals and phytochemicals in my meal. And I just feel also um, satisfied mentally because my meal is bigger and it feels good to eat bigger meals. Uh, all the studies, all the research show that we humans are much more satisfied when we eat bigger volume. And that's why it's a great strategy to include in every of your meal to prevent overeating of, you know, different stuff. It's a good idea to include a lot of vegetables and fruit in whole form in your meals. And that's how healthy eating will become easier and it's going to be easier for you to maintain weight and to lose weight if there is such a need. Eating a lot of volumetic vegetables and fruit, not dried, not squeezed, nothing but whole, will help you guys to eat less calories less less of stuff but be super satisfied with your meals plus it will improve your health a lot like people with really amazing health who live to 100 and more without a lot of diseases of modern civilization they all have in common one thing they do eat a lot of vegetables uh, they love their vegetables, their fiber, their uh, nutrient and water-rich vegetables and fruit. Um, so we eat by volume. That's why, for example, again, my example, whenever I eat a lot of vegetables and fruit, I feel so much so much better than if, I, if I'm eating carnivore or super low-carb keto with not so much fiber, not so much vegetables. Um, I tend to overeat protein and fat and still not feeling satisfied when I'm on super low carb keto, like, you know, 10, 20 grams of carbs and, uh, or if I eliminate plants from my diet at all, like, it doesn't matter how much calories I, I get from fat and from protein and everything, I just don't feel the same. I don't feel as satisfied and as full, even though I am consuming more calories. And it's just uh, another confirmation of those studies that were done when uh, people were satisfied with their meal with a bigger volume, no matter how many calories that meal had. Like if you give the same size hamburger to people and one hamburger would have a lot of vegetables 
in it. And that's why it would be bigger. Uh, and the other one would have uh, the same volume, but there was more meat. So people would feel satisfied with both of them. But of course, their health benefits would be much bigger when they ate more vegetables with their hamburger. Uh, so always go for volume and figure out a way how to make your meals bigger, not smaller, by eating a lot of vegetables, by eating a lot of vegetables and fruit. And, um, and that's how you can improve your eating habits without having to think about uh, counting calories or anything. And it will help you to maintain weight, health, and appropriate sense of natural hunger. So we humans do eat by volume, not by calories, guys. So remember that next time you eat your meal. My uh, friends, my parents, they are always surprised that I'm eating such a big volume of food. But uh, in each meal, in each of my big meals, most of the volume comes from vegetables. Like I eat huge salads. I cook a lot, a lot of vegetables. And that's why my meals are big, but they are actually not as calorie dense as a lot of small meals of other people. So we eat by volume. Remember this rule, guys, and include as much volume in as your meals as possible. And again, the volume is better come to come from vegetables and fruit that also have a lot of water, that also have a lot of fiber and different nutrients that support your health. And then the second thing that I'd like to talk about is vitamin D. Soon, guys, uh, the borders are going to be opening up and we will start travel more or less in some places. But the COVID-19, the infectious diseases, all that stuff, it's still going to be there. So our immune system needs the, all the support it can get to function properly, to help us, to protect us from anything that might be going around. Um, you know, even when COVID-19 gets like less, there's going to be less of it. There's still going to be a lot of different stuff, uh, viruses and infections and God knows what else. So it is important to help our immune system to function. And one of, uh, one of the things that we can eat, that we can uh, provide our immune system with to support it is vitamin D. And, um, a lot of people are just not getting this vitamin D. First of all, you know, we used to get it from sun, but then when we moved to northern places, places closer to the north, uh, we uh, couldn't get all the sun, all the vitamin D from sun because it requires 15-20 minutes at least three times a week in the midday, uh, exposing at least your arms and your face to sun to get the vitamin D we need. Plus, we spend much more time outside, um, inside and um, under uh, wearing something that prevents our body to get all the vitamin D it needs. So there are many factors um, that prevents us from getting vitamin D, especially, you know, if we don't live in um, southern 
places where there is a lot of sun all year round. Um, so we need our vitamin D, but uh, a lot of us, most of us actually in the world, according to statistics, are not getting enough. And it's crucial for our immune system, but not only. So here is something about vitamin D uh, to motivate your better eating. So vitamin D ensures that good bone health is maintained. It is important in regulation of calcium and phosphorus metabolism and contributes to maintenance of normal calcium levels in the blood. And calcium, guys, it's an electrolyte. It's a mineral and electrolyte that helps our muscles, all of our muscles, our heart muscle, our stomach muscle, those are also muscles plus our skeletal muscle to do their work properly, to contract and relax. And so if those muscles, especially your heart and your stomach muscles, don't work properly, there are a lot of consequences, negative health consequences that come with it, plus our bone health, plus our dental health. So vitamin D regulates um, a lot of those electrolytes, and we need it for that. Vitamin D um, is important for our immune system, of course, to reduce the severity and longevity of some infectious diseases. Every immune cell in the body responds to the presence of vitamin D. Um, we are not exactly sure how immune system works with vitamin D, but we do know that our immune system needs vitamin D all the time. Um, the immune system helps us from to protect us from the development of many forms of cancers by killing cells that begin to grow and divide abnormally. So vitamin D is also important uh, to prevent any kinds of cancers. Also, if the immune system begins to function abnormally, it can begin to attack the tissues of our own body, guys. That can produce several serious conditions called autoimmune diseases. So, you know, the rise of autoimmune disease might be because we're not getting vitamin D. It might be one of the reasons. You know, there are probably many reasons, but that can be one, one of the big ones. Because, again, most of the people, according to statistics, are not getting vitamin D. Um... And actually, it's not that difficult to get from food when you commit to it. So you might have heard about salmon, that it's rich in vitamin D, but it's actually not the richest source at all. So um, if you eat wild salmon, then uh, six ounces or about 180 grams of it will give you 88% of your daily need for vitamin D. If you eat farmed salmon, it's going to give you only 48% of your vitamin D daily need. Compare that to herring, for example. I usually get canned herring because I don't need to cook it. I can just, you know, open up a can, eat it for my vitamin D with whatever meal I'm having and be done with that. So herring, Six ounces, 180 grams of it is 194% of your daily need for vitamin D. So as you can see, much better, more than double the amount even in wild salmon. So six ounces, 180 grams, it's going to be 194 or about that percent of your daily need for vitamin D. But even that is not actually the best source, guys. The best source is called liver or cod liver oil that are basically kind of identical because cod liver 
is super fatty and how they make cod liver oil they basically just squeeze the liver and if you buy your cod liver like i do in cans especially i love icelandic cod liver that's like divine so that one has a lot of oil in the can already because again it's cod liver is just just the oil but you can get cod liver oil as a supplement, guys. And one tablespoon of that cod liver oil will give you one tablespoon, 210% of your daily need. Plus, it's going to give you 386% of your vitamin A and 600% of omega-3 fat acids, EPA and DHA combined. So, as you can see, guys, this is a mighty oil and the best source of bioavailable and highly absorbable. It's like the best uh, source of vitamin D. So, if you're where you are, you don't have cod liver. Uh, that is, uh, it's really delicious, like I absolutely love it, that you can put uh, in your lettuce leaf and eat it, and it's going to be crunchy um, with that um, amazing, I don't know, just such a delicate flavor of that liver when you get the good quality, uh, and you get, again, all your vitamin D and 6%, 600% in just one tablespoon of your omega-3s, and there is going to be 386% of your vitamin A and even vitamin E, 20%, so that's uh, amazing small piece of food. So those are your best uh, vitamin D sources, and... Um, Either, you know, I recommend to make sure that you get all the vitamin D you need without sun, if you're not in the sun uh, for now. <clears throat> Six ounces of herring, three times a week, will do that. Or just one tablespoon of cod liver oil three times per week. And that's it. That's probably the most convenient way that most of you can do. And guys, your health, your immune system, they do need it. Um, that's it for today. Today uh, is a short episode, but it's highly actionable. Two pieces of information you want to really start practicing this week is one, to improve your eating habits, your hunger, your health, your weight loss, weight maintenance. Remember, people eat by volume, not by calories. So find a way to eat bigger meals full of nutrients. And that you can usually and simply do by just eating a lot of vegetables, a lot of fruit every single meal. So half of your plate, half of your plate is about vegetables. And then maybe add a piece of fruit on that. So that's the proportion that works for most people and what is recommended to maintain proper also blood sugar and hunger and digestion. So Half of your plate is non-starchy, green, and colorful vegetables, raw and cooked. Um, so people eat by volume, not by calories. Remember that. And uh, vitamin D, the best way, the most convenient way for most people, one tablespoon of cod liver oil three times a week. And you're also going to get all your vitamin A and all the omega-3 fatty acids you need. Uh or also, if you do love herring and salmon like I do, um, eat herring six ounces three times a week or uh, 
um, salmon. You know, you'll need to eat salmon like every single day to get all the vitamin D you need. Uh, so cod liver oil, probably again, the most reliable source, the most reliable way to get your vitamin D. That's it for today, guys. A couple of things to practice this week. Um, tomorrow we will be talking about the essential and simple supplements for a recreational athlete. I am a recreational lifelong athlete and probably you are too. And tomorrow we will talk about some basics like electrolytes, like B vitamins, like L-carnitine, like essential amino acids that help you to maintain great energy while you exercise and after preventing muscle cramps, fatigue, mental and physical, and uh, you're just going to be feeling much better during the exercise and after exercise when you know and apply these basics. So stay tuned for that tomorrow. Today, share this episode with one other person who absolutely love it. And as usual, guys, thank you for tuning in. And till next time, eat better daily.